its own water supply to get going. Who would have guessed? Water is also the secret ingredient in the computer chips that make possible everything from MRI machines to Twitter accounts. Indeed, from blue jeans to iPhones, from Kleenex to basmati rice, to the steel in your Toyota Prius, every product of modern life is a wash in water. The two-liter bottle of Coke in your refrigerator required five liters of water to produce. Water is how we amuse ourselves, in the pool, at the beach, in a sauna, or on a sailboat. Water is a source of excitement on a whitewater rafting trip, and an instinctive source of comfort in a steaming shower at the end of a long day. Water is quite literally everywhere. When you take a carton of milk from the refrigerator and set it on the table, within a minute or two the outside is covered in a film of condensation, water that has migrated almost instantly from the air of the kitchen to the cold surface of the milk carton. Water infuses our language the way it does the air around us. The water references so common we don't even notice them. Go with the flow. Blow off steam. Wet behind the ears. The mortgage crisis that triggered the Great Recession was caused, in part, by all those homes that ended up underwater. And, of course, water is the most important substance in our lives, because we ourselves are made mostly of water. Men are typically 60% water. Women are typically 55% water. A 150-pound man is 90 pounds of water. 11 gallons. Note. Women have less water on average because fat contains almost no water, and women in general have a higher percentage of body fat than men. Water weighs 8.33 pounds per gallon. Everything human beings do is quite literally a function of water, because every cell in our bodies is plumped full of it, and every cell is bathed in watery fluid. Blood is 83% water. Every heartbeat is mediated by chemicals in water. When we gaze at a starry night sky, the cells in our eyes execute all their seeing functions in water. Thinking about water requires neurons filled with water. Given that water is both the most familiar substance in our lives and the most important substance in our lives, the really astonishing thing is that most of us don't think of ourselves as having a relationship to water. It's perfectly natural to talk about our relationship to our car, or our relationship to food, our relationship to alcohol or money, or to God. But water has achieved an invisibility in our lives that is only more remarkable given how central it is. Water used to be part of the rhythm and motivation of daily life, and there are plenty of places, including farms and whole swaths of the developing world, where it still is. But in the United States and the developed world, we've spent the last hundred years in a kind of aquatic paradise. Our water has been abundant, safe, and cheap. The twentieth century was really the first time when all three of those things were true. It has created a kind of golden age of water, when we could use as much as we wanted, whenever we wanted, for almost no cost. Water service is so reliable that it has become completely inconspicuous. It is possible for a typical American to go a whole lifetime and never turn on the kitchen faucet and have no water come out. Indeed, water faucets that don't work are so rare they're a little spooky. We don't even have an expression for the water equivalent of a power failure, 
whereas power failures are common enough that our microwave ovens are programmed to display PF when the electricity has gone out. We live very wet lives, but we have no idea just how wet. The effortless way we have come to manage water is a testament to both water's moment-to-moment utility and to our own ingenuity. But unlike the time we spend at the gas pump, where we can see the gallons as they are pumped, and the instant impact on our credit card bill, the way we handle water use insulates us not just from the wonders of water, but from any sense of how much water daily life requires, or the work and expense required to deliver that water. The good news is that most of what we know about water isn't really wrong, because we don't know that much. The bad news is that the invisibility of water in our lives isn't good for us, and it isn't good for water. You can't appreciate...